At this time of year, we often think of the blessing of family and friends. We must never forget, however, that the greatest blessing of Christmas is Christ Himself. Today, we look with Scott Pauley at the eternal blessings found in the Word of God. Fear is such a paralyzing thing. It, it robs you. Instead of giving to you what you need, it literally drains the life out of you. It takes from you the things that you so desperately need. Uh, we are studying what the Bible says in this Christmas story about fear because it's the one emotion God says, I don't want this. I want love, joy, peace. Those are all evidences of the work of the Holy Spirit. But fear, now that's rooted in the flesh. And so repeatedly, God says to His people, fear not. We studied the first occasion of that in Matthew chapter number 1 with Joseph. Fear not when difficulties and dilemmas arise. And now we turn our attention to Luke chapter 1 because this story surrounding the coming of Christ continues in the gospel according to Luke. And guess what principle comes up again? Not once, but twice in Luke chapter 1. The same two words, fear not. You find it in verse number 13 to Zacharias. Zacharias, you remember, was the father of John the Baptist and Elizabeth's husband. And the Bible says in verse 13, But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And then in the same chapter, in verse number 30, in relationship to Mary, Joseph's wife, the mother of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says in verse 30, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Are you seeing a, a divine repetition here? A point of emphasis? You almost get the idea the Lord says, Look, you're going to be tempted to fear. Uh, circumstances are going to conspire against you. The accuser, the whisperer, the devil is going to come and say things in your ear. But when all that happens, just do this. Remember this, fear not. I don't know if you've ever done this or not, but you should look up sometime all of the phobias that exist. Thousands upon thousands of them. Now, I know there are legitimate fears, and we all battle them. And uh, your fear is not mine, mine is not yours, but we all have them. But if you ever look at a list of phobias, it is, honestly, it's mind-boggling to see all the things people are afraid of. Uh, for example, uh, there's bibliophobia. That's the fear of books. I know a lot of students that have that. Uh, there's cockophobia. That's the fear of ugliness. Uh, there's ablutophobia. That's the fear of bathing. I think I've known a few people through the years who've had that fear. Uh, there's dentophobia. That's the fear of dentist. Uh, how about this one? Ephibiphobia. Uh, that's the fear of teenagers. Uh, may I just testify and say, sometimes I have that myself. Uh, there are all these fears, and you think I'm making them up. I'm not. Look them up for yourself. All of these phobias and fears. I, I would say two things about this. First of all, it's evident that sin and a fallen world has taken its toll on the emotions, the psyche of man. We are, we're paralyzed by fear. And I want to tell you, that's not what God intended for His creation, and it certainly is not what God wants for His children. The second observation I would give you about that is this. When you start reading some of these fears and they seem ridiculous, I want to tell you that compared to God, every fear is ridiculous that there is no one and there is nothing that should be feared if we have our eyes on the Lord and realize how great our God is. Whatever it is 
you're afraid of today, I want to tell you on the authority of the Word of God that God is greater. Now let's look at these two in Luke chapter 1 today and make some application to our lives. From Joseph we learned, fear not when difficulties arise. From Zacharias we learn, fear not when God is doing the unexpected. Remember, Zacharias is up in years, as is Elizabeth. That's why later in John the Baptist's life you hear nothing about his parents. They're older when he's born. Uh, they were another one of these couples that miraculously have a child late in life. This was totally unexpected. And yet, remember, Zacharias and Elizabeth had prayed for a child. Now, the Bible says in verse 13, The angel said, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. Uh, maybe the prayer had been given many years before. Maybe they had long since stopped praying for it. Or maybe they were still going through the motions of prayer but didn't actually believe it was going to happen. You ever do that? Uh, we pray but not in faith with very little expectation. How often do we ask with so little assurance? But remember what you've prayed for. Your prayers come up for a memorial before God. Your prayer is heard. God may not answer it in the way you think. God may not do it in the timing you hope for. But remember what you prayed for. And then rejoice that God's at work and you get to be a part of it, even if it wasn't the way you intended. He goes on and says to Zacharias in verse 14, And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. In other words, God's going to work in your life and God's going to make it a blessing to many other people. Look, you rest in this. God has a plan. God keeps His promises. And God is fulfilling His purposes. You'll remember that Zacharias initially didn't believe. And he spoke in unbelief. And when he did, God said, All right, I'm going to make it so you can't speak for a little while. So he didn't speak till John was born. Fear works against faith. It's interesting to me later in the same chapter, though, when Zacharias gets to speak again, beginning in verse 63, he speaks in faith. You see, when God deals thoroughly with your fears, you stop talking in unbelief and you start speaking with confidence in the Lord. Would you do that today? Fear not. If God's doing the unexpected in your life, just know He knows what's best. And then from Mary, what do we learn? From Mary's fear not, we learn not to fear when God is giving direction for your future. He says to her, Thou hast found favor with God. Look, when God is working to open doors, and God is leading, God is guiding, God is directing, don't be afraid. Mary was young. Mary had... Uh, I had little understanding of all that was going on, but I'll tell you what she was willing to do. She was willing to yield to God. In verse number 35, the Holy Ghost was going to come upon her. The power of the highest would overshadow her. She yielded to Him. In verse 38, she trusted the Word of God. God promised, and God said, This is the way it's going to be. With God, nothing should be impossible. And she said, Be it unto me according to thy word. So she said, Yes to the Lord. And she stayed humble. And she stayed happy in the Lord. Read the rest of Luke chapter 1. Read Mary's own testimony. It will stir your soul and your heart. And maybe today the Lord is guiding and leading in your life, showing you the next step, and you're tempted to be a little afraid because you don't know what's around the next bend. I've been there. Let me testify for a moment. I've been there. Uncertain as to the future, called on to take a step of faith. What is God doing? Oh, but let me assure you of something. When God is working like that, He's also working on the other end. If He's preparing you, He's preparing something or someone for you. And step by step, God's going to show you what to do. What you're going to have to do is be willing just to keep saying, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Every day, taking the next step of faith and obedience to God. And every day, and sometimes late at night, in the middle of the night, remembering 
to fear not. See, what the devil wants to do, he wants to make you so afraid that it paralyzes you and keeps you from moving forward. Zacharias, he wants you not to be the, the father you're supposed to be to John the Baptist. Mary, he wants you not to yield yourself to the Lord, uh, to, to not be a part of what God is doing. I'm telling you, God's moving forward. And if you want to get in on what God is doing, then you can't sit around just scared to death all the time, living in fear, controlled by fear. Friend, that's of the devil. The devil is the one who brings such fear into our souls and our flesh conspires with him. And the devil has a friend in us, in our old sinful fallen nature. And so God's word to us today is fear not. Joseph, fear not when difficulties arise. Zacharias, fear not when God is doing the unexpected. And Mary, fear not when God is giving direction for the future. Whatever your circumstance, whatever your situation today, you can take these two words for your own application. Fear not. Every good thing in life and eternity is connected to the Lord Jesus. Visit us at scottpauley.org for more information on knowing Christ and making Him known to others. From the Pauley family and all of us at Enjoying the Journey, we want to wish you and your family God's greatest blessings this Christmas.